back to the Scatter Joy podcast. I'm Zach Thompson, the host of this whole thing, and I'm really excited to uh, get to sit down and have a conversation with Andrew Miller. Andrew is a is an interior designer, entrepreneur, um, has a loads and loads of uh, background in in creative design processes and all these different things. And today we get to talk about what the heck that has to do with mental and emotional health. But I think sometimes people don't really know like that anxiety and depression are bringing, you know, are coming upon themselves from actually the space that they're in with, you know, the clutter or possibly oversized furniture that's hardly fitting in their space or, you know, again, back to the colors. This podcast is brought to you by the Scatterjoy Project. The Scatterjoy Project is a 501c3 nonprofit focused on mental and emotional health. Since launching in January of 2021, we've helped people jump over hurdles that get in the way of their own healing journey. The first hurdle being the negative stigma that accompanies mental health. The second one being the overwhelming search for mental health care. And the third, the cost of mental health care. If you, a friend or a family member are searching for a therapist, a counselor, a support group, or other mental health care programs, you can do so on our website at thescatterjoyproject.com. Also, if you feel inspired to give to our cause, you can do so as well on our website, thescatterjoyproject.com slash donate. You can now text the word scatter, S-C-A-T-T-E-R to 741-741 to get connected to free 24 seven confidential crisis counselors in an instant crisis doesn't just mean that you're experiencing suicidal ideation. This is for any painful emotion that you experience at any part of the day. And once you text scatter to 741-741, you'll be connected to a certified crisis counselor that will introduce themselves, ask about your situation and listen. They will invite you to share at your own pace. The goal of any conversation with a crisis counselor is to make sure that you're in a safe place. Sometimes that means just talking through things and having them to listen to you. And sometimes that also means them referring you to further help. Help us scatter the news that you can text SCATTER to 741-741 and get connected to the help that you need and deserve. Hey, welcome back to the Scatter Joy podcast. I'm Zach Thompson, the host of this whole thing, and I'm really excited to uh, get to sit down and have a conversation with Andrew Miller. Uh, Andrew's joining us uh, locally here in Columbus. I, I, we should have just done this, and we should have found a way to do this in person. Maybe next time when we have you on. But um, Andrew is a is an interior designer, entrepreneur, um, has a loads and loads of uh, background in, in creative design processes and all these different things. And um, today we get to talk about what the heck that has to do with mental and emotional health. And I'm really excited about that conversation. But we also get to talk about your personal story. And, um, and the whole thing, the whole reason that we do this podcast is to celebrate the strength in people's stories, the joy in their hearts, scars included. We know that life is it's a mixed bag. It's not all good. It's not all bad. And, and I think that's what makes um, life wonderful and amazing and tough and, and all at the same time. And it makes it interesting. And so, Andrew, just so, uh, so stoked to have you here, man. 
Hey, thanks, Zach. Definitely a pleasure. Um, you know, being, you know, a part of this podcast has definitely been <clears throat> something I've been looking forward to here since we, uh, since I've been asked to join it. Um, you know, Scatter Joy Project has definitely inspired me along my journey here as an entrepreneur and, you know, what you guys stand for. And um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to our conversation here. Yeah, man. I remember the first time that that we uh, that we got in proximity with each other, that we got into community was at the uh, the first ever Scatter Joy uh, community event. We had we had this yep. really cool event. It was like it was like when the first round of the pandemic was kind of starting to die down. We started seeing like this opportunity to be able to get together in a safe way. It was like in the summertime and. Um, and we had this really cool venue on the on the river in downtown Columbus. You probably like loved the venue oh, being it was, like it your, was amazing, yeah. In your line of work, yeah. And uh, and I remember you were sitting like front front right, and <laughs> yep. we rolled through like all these different workshops, and we had guest speakers and all these different things. And from there, we were like, man, we we have to like connect more. We have to get coffee. We have to do these things. And and from there, we were like gosh, like we're doing this podcast, you got to come on and and we have to have this conversation. So at the beginning, we, we opened up and I said like, all right, Andrew, as a professional, he's an interior designer. He, he's an entrepreneur. He does this, these things. The company name is True Grit, which I think is, is amazing. And we'll get to that. And, but I, I kind of want to hear the background of like your journey to getting you to uh, becoming an entrepreneur, the things that mm -hmm. like pushed you or pulled you towards that, um, that kind of, uh, life being your own boss, all these things, um, kind of explain that process to us. Sure. You know, um, it's not an easy process as any entrepreneur would tell you. Um, and there's no right way, but you know, through the years of, <clears throat> working um, for other firms and also corporate life, um, you know, you definitely learn a lot. And there's there's things that you can take away from that for sure. And if you have the, the light within you that you want to be your own boss, you know, follow your dreams. You know, that's one of the biggest things I can say is um, nothing's too big to achieve. And I think with, with that, you know, I think from some of my past, given if it was um, in corporate or as a designer for a firm, um, you know, you you take these processes that you learn um, and you definitely like take all you can get from them um, and how you can possibly manage them better for yourself and, you know, even for the company that you're a part of at that time. But as an entrepreneur, like, I can make that for what I want it to be, you know, it can make it to however it should work. Um, right. And I think over time you just kind of, I got a little bit burnt out, you know, whether if it was, you know, the long hours and retail that I was working with corporate at times, or, you know, just the day to day in other um, companies as a part of, I just felt like if I'm going to get burnt out, I'd rather be it being my own boss, you know, and mm -hmm. grinding hard and hustling, um, to, you know, 
get further ahead in life to where later on in life, hopefully I can, you know, enjoy it a little differently. Uh, I guess I would say, you know? Yep. Yeah. It's almost kind of like, um, I would rather be, I would rather get to the end of my life and, and be exhausted about doing things that I'm truly passionate about. And I feel like I've been put on this earth to do. And, and I think like for you, how did you get to a place where you were like, interior design is something that I truly am passionate about. I see the value in it and I feel Mm -hmm. skilled enough to be able to say like, I can really help people create their homes and their businesses into environments that really make them feel, uh, calm or safe or, excited to be there or like throw in the emotion that you want. But how did you get to a place where you were like, yeah, this is what I want to do. You know, it actually took a little time. I originally was in school for occupational therapy. Um, And with that, if anyone knows that profession, there's a lot of psychology involved with that. Mm. And um, I've always wanted to help people. And I thought, you know, my goal was to go into healthcare and I love anatomy, love taking care of people and helping people. Um, but then I realized in some time that, you know, I've always growing up been a part of art programs or took extracurriculars of art classes, whether if it was drawing or 2D or 3D or you name it, photography. Um, it was just also a kind of a hobby to me. Um, and I was always told that I was good at it. I guess I just never really fully believed in myself, you know, because I just had this other goal in my mind that I feel I should be in healthcare. Um, so come to say, you know, in time, I figured that out on my own and mm-hmm. I wanted to take that risk. And that risk was to, you know, bring joy to people's lives, but with design, um, you know, their home their space, um, whether if it's helping redo a whole renovation or if it's a new build or if it's just, um, you know, updating some furniture pieces or decluttering, you know, giving some advice to, you know, help make their space flow differently. Um, Mm. So that's kind of where it has all transpired from and to where I got to um, today to, yeah. You know, help people in a different way with design and not, it's not healthcare. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's so, it's so different, but it's also, as you were saying, like it's, there's similarities there because when you were talking about like mm-hmm. how you went to school for like occupational therapy and even you said right away, it's like, man, there's a lot of like psychology that goes into like occupational therapy. There's a lot yep. of psychology that goes into interior design. Can you talk there about is. like how environments and rooms can like make you feel a certain way, why they make you feel a certain way, how they make you feel a certain way and why that's important. Sure. Um, there's definitely been studies for years now where, um, you know, it actually does help you into your design in your space has a mental effect on you. Um, and this even goes back thousands of years and I'm sure maybe you've heard of it, even feng shui, um, from Mm. the Chinese culture or the Indian culture that uses it, um, with 
fire um, and water and these different elements that people, you know, bring them peace, basically. Mm. Um, so, you know, different rooms and spaces, it, you know, think about, Zach, when you go into, let's just say a new restaurant, right? You get the first vibe when you walk in there. How do you feel? You know, you, you're going to judge the place right then and there of like how you feel, if you like it or not. So yeah. it's kind of similar to your house. Like, how, how do you want this room to feel? How do you want your bedroom to feel? Um, you know, what is important to you? And everyone's different. You know, some people really um, feel more safe and at home in darker colors, if that's what makes them happy, or if it's, you know, brighter, lighter colors. Um, the true psychology behind it is colors do have an effect on your mood and psychology with it. Mm. Um so like, you know, red, if red is used more in a space, it's more aggression. Um, definitely, you know, not a color that I personally use much, but hey, if a client in the right space is wanting to use that, I'm happy to incorporate that. Um, yeah. But you think of yellows and even some oranges and those t- kinds of colors, those actually will bring a little bit more of a happier mood and um so darker colors, as you know, probably bring a little bit more of a somber mood, um, which is fine. You know, I'm actually in a space right now in my basement with the background, <laughs> what's all wood. The rest of the room is all charcoal dark, you know, yeah. but it's homey. You know, it feels nice. It feels calming to me still. Um, so it really just depends. Yeah, it's like it really probably depends on like, how you were wired and, and the things that you, um, the things that you want to surround yourself with to like bring you back to like a homeostasis level. I think we've all kind of, we've all kind of been, uh, I love going to like coffee shops. Like I I feel like I'm Mm -hmm. a coffee shop connoisseur, man. Like I, I love when my wife and I are traveling, we just like pop around to different coffee shops. We won, we walk everywhere. We eat everything. Mm -hmm. And we go to every coffee shop that we can. (laughs) Like that's our rule when we're traveling. And I think it's so fun to go to these. At least you're walking off all the things you eat, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's the intentionality behind it a little bit. We're like, yeah, we got to burn these calories somehow. But, uh, and then we just keep drinking coffee to, to keep being able to walk because we're tired and we're like. The energy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we love going to these different coffee shops and like stepping foot in them because not any space is the same. Like no one's house is the same. No No one's business is the same interior, like design wise, no one's restaurants the same. Like some, some of them might have similar vibes, but there's always something that kind of sets them apart. And I think it's, it's a piece of that organization's personality coming out for a home. It's a Mm -hmm. piece of that family or that person's personality coming out a little bit for you. Like, I mean, you kind of said like right now I'm sitting in a basement, wood background, charcoal, like what was the intentionality of designing the basement that way? And then even was there some intentionality with you even like, hey, I'm going to do this like podcast conversation, like in this space, like was there any thought behind that? So one, it's calming. Um, This is just also where my desk is and, you know, the rest of the room, um, that you can't see is 
more of lounge and theater. So, you know, this is where it's just like movie space and um, chill, calm. So, you know, I definitely like that vibe, especially when I want to be a little bit inspired too. just I want to be in this calm state of mind. Um, but yeah, I feel like with this space, it kind of just goes with, you know, that lower level feel of movie, chill, relax, um, homie. Yep. Yep. Comfortable. Yep. Comfortable yeah. loungy. Yeah. I love that. Yep. Well, well, how do you like, you'll have clients come to you and, you know, I'm, I'm guessing the first part of the process is getting to know them as a person and like how, sure. how they want to feel and how they want the space to make them feel and not just look, how do you get to a place? What questions do you ask them? What kind of discovery do you dive into to help them find out what their style is, what their goals are, and then how to like create an action plan from there? So usually the first like meeting or meet and greet um, that I have with the client is, you know, definitely getting a feel for their lifestyle and what they like, hobbies, travel, um, what are their professions, what are the things they don't like, um, you know, kind of getting a grasp of their current space and things that they have, um, whether they're going to keep some of the things or if we're, you know, just going to redo everything. Um, so it just depends on the client, but some of the questions I asked are along those lines of, you know, hobbies, things they like, don't like, do they have kids? Do they have pets? How do you use this space? You know, those are important just because it comes down to the type of materials that are being used in the space. You know, I don't want to go and put, you know, certain type of chairs in a room that, you know, are going to be ruined within a couple months from their dog or kids. Um, that's not going to be um, in the long run happy with, you know, um, the clients and have to replace something so soon. So it's just... <laughs> It's going to cause some stress. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And, I, you know, things like that can happen, of course, but um, it's just trying to get in front of it to understand the client and the way they live in the space and want to use the space. Um, and, you know, I'm also all about using heirlooms from the, the clients if they have anything passed down from generations. You know, I think that's, that's cool. important because it kind of – you know, continues the story of their family history in their house. Um, mm. I love that. So if they have those pieces, I always ask, like, is there anything staying? Are we keeping, you know, maybe this antique piece or no? So, yeah. I love that. It's like, it's the reminder of like, um, like your family and the, and the story that has brought you to like where you are currently right now. We, mm -hmm. it was funny yeah. that you say that, like me and Molly, my wife, we were just kind of decluttering and cleaning a little bit this morning actually. And we started finding like all these old pictures and, and these things that like, um, her mom and, and her parents had given us and stuff. And we we're like, man, we need to find a place for these. Like we need to, to display these, not for anyone else, but to like, just be a reminder for us you know, and like, to me, yeah, like a reminder of like the love that, that, um, 
that we have for each other, the love that our family has for us, like the stories and the different plate. Like we found a picture of like when we were like traveling like overseas and different things like that. And we we're like, man, we kind of want to just be reminded of this all the time. Like that brings a certain level of like calm and peace or excitement or um, gratitude or all these different things for sure. to, to your life. What, what piece of advice and would you give people to like, how, how would people find out like their particular style? Like, may, like what if someone's like living in a house style. that like is just like, man, this just isn't my style. And what quick fixes could you give them to maybe like have their house or the, the place where they spend the majority of their time bring them more peace and, and give them a little bit more excitement to be there? What pieces of advice would you give them? So two things, you know, if a client's not quite sure their style and are trying to mix it up and I'm, you know, asked to help put, you know, maybe a design concept together, I ask them, you know, send me things that inspire you. Like mm. if you see an image of a room, what is it that you like about it? Why, why is, why are you drawn to this image in particular? Um, you know, and that kind of helps guide me to help them achieve what they're needing or wanting. Um, but if it's a space that, you know, they're just doing, wanting to do a refresh, you know, I've worked on a project recently and they wanted their whole first floor painted, you know, brighten it up. It was more of like this, I'd say nineties beige-ish color that was always in, in the nineties. And it was kind of dark. Their house doesn't get a ton of sun mm. and they have a lot of beautiful woodwork and um so they're originally starting with paint like let's paint this house like let's paint the whole first floor and so we did we we ended up turning everything white which completely transformed the whole first floor and brightened it up and kept the woodwork natural and exposed and um well they're so happy with that that it kind of trickled into furnishings we did all the furnishings well with that being said it trickled into a mini renovation of their kitchen yeah we didn't get all new cabinets but resurfaced the cabinets and had them painted differently mm. got all new countertops and new backsplash and new lighting and completely transformed the space and they couldn't be happier you know it's just something that simple it started with paint color and then they saw what it could do. Yeah. So yeah, it's almost like yeah. you get a you get a taste of like you walk into that room or that transformation. Like I'm I'm a avid Magnolia Network HGTV watcher. Oh, yeah. So when they do the like <laughs> home renovations and transformations and the fixer upper mm -hmm. and all that stuff, I love amazing. I love seeing the the homeowner's reaction. I do. Yeah. I, I love, I think and that's it brings my favorite. huge joy. Yeah. That's yeah. my favorite part. And, and it's just yeah. like, it's a, it's a piece of them that is displayed that might very rarely come out. You know, it's like people start yeah. crying, people start like jumping, people like scream and laugh and, and smile and hug and like all these things. And it's over new countertops, some paint yeah. and new furnishings, like you're saying, but it makes you feel 
so much different. And I think what you were kind of hinting at is like, it doesn't take a lot to change the mood of a room to be able to change the mood of no. you. What, what other, Absolutely. And I, yeah, go ahead. Uh, I, yeah, I think, you know, with, I was going to piggyback off of what you're talking about with your photos and we're talking about family photos and so forth. Um, you know, I, I think artwork and photography in a space is also a huge help to mental health, you know, depending on what the artwork is or what is on the walls and what you see daily. Um, you know, that also is something that should be able to bring you happiness and joy. Um, and you don't have to be someone that understands art. Um, you know, it's not for everybody to understand that, but you know, if it's something that I can help guide you, you know, the client in, you know, let me help with selecting the right piece or feel for that space to help kind of bring it together to, you know, make it that feeling that we're looking for. Right. Yeah. There's like different subtle reminders kind of like all over our house, the way we've kind of designed it or hung things on the walls and different things like that. I mean, like if you're, if you're, well, I was just going to say right behind you. Yeah. <laughs> right behind you. Yeah. If you're watching, you have, you know, the, the we banners. The, yeah. We have like the different banners. We have the, the pennant flag right here. That's an instant reminder of like how we want to be able to live our life with scattered joy and like all these different things. There's a, there's a quote right behind us that we can change out. There's old pictures of like where me and Molly are from. And like, so it's, it kind of like paints the story of who we are and, and just, yep. it's like those subtle reminders of like, how we want to continue to, to live our life. I think that's such an understated thing. The conversation that we're having right now is to say like your environment makes a difference. And the way, the way that, the way that you treat your environment, even like I said, me and Molly were kind of decluttering. What, what does that do? And that helps. (laughs) Yeah. That's a tremendous like weight off your shoulders. Oh, for sure. And, you know, I just kind of dealt with this recently, even with the same client uh, I was speaking about. And one tends to want to keep everything and one just wants to purge everything, (laughs) you know, and I'm that person where I'm like, purge it, you know, let's, if you're not using or haven't used yeah, or donated or whatever you want to do. Yes. And this space feels so much better when we've gotten rid of things. And I, I just don't think people realize like you probably don't need 25 random cups in your cabinet, right? Unless mm. they truly mean something to you, but you know, go through, pick out maybe some of your favorites that you use, um, you know, kind of set them up maybe a little bit differently and just, it's just some of the simple things that people possibly don't think of what can affect your mental health with even the clutter in your house. Yeah. Yeah. Like I love the example of like, you don't use all the cups, but you have like, like we, I just like kind of cringe. Cause I was like, man, if I open my cupboard, <laughs> if I go to my kitchen right now and I open my cupboard, I have like so many coffee mugs and so many glass mugs and Mason jars and like all of these things. I'm like, gosh, I need to go, I need to go like sort those things out. I think what struck me when you were just talking about that is like some of them might hold value. Like some of them you might sure love. absolutely. Like this yep. is my this is my favorite coffee mug. I get so much joy 
of hearing the coffee get poured into this mug, taking a sip out of it. It's perfect. It's big. It's got a huge handle, like all those things. There might also be things that like a cup that like was passed down from your grandfather or something like that. Like those, those things hold value to you. Those are valuable. Right. And it reminds me of like the, the exercise that we did when we first got together, when you came to that, the Scatterjoy community event, we did an exercise talking about what, what are our values personally and how do we live inspired by them? Like, how do we, what are our values? How do we define them? How do we live inspired by them? And I think we can take that same thing into so many different aspects of our lives. Like I am only going to hold on to things that are valuable to me. It's almost like yeah. you you take the metaphor of like decluttering the kitchen or decluttering your closet. Yep. And you're like, man, I'm only going to hold on to the things that, that are valuable to me. The simple act of like decluttering your environment can like become a habit in your relationships. It can become a habit yeah. in your like lifestyle choices. It can become a habit in so many different things where you take that mindset and you say, I'm going to hold on to the things that are valuable to me. If it's not valuable to me, I'm just going to let it go. If someone said something yep. to me that hit me like a little harder than, than it should have, does it, does it bring value to my life? No. All right. I'm going to do my best to let it go. So yeah, I think like, what go. you're saying is so profound, dude. It's like, does it hold value? If not, we got to, Get rid we got to maybe part yeah. ways with it. I mean, end of day, it's your home. Um, you're going to, you know, feel how you should in your own space. But I think sometimes people don't really know, like, that anxiety and depression are bringing, you know, are coming upon themselves from actually the space that they're in with, you know, the clutter or possibly oversized furniture that's hardly fitting in their space or, you know, again, back to the colors um, or cleanliness even, you know, it just depends on, you know, certain spaces, but it definitely helps with some of those things. Um, And some of them are pretty simple that can help you, your own self feel better. Right. Yeah. I I think one of the things that really, um, impacted me the first time we we had this conversation was you were talking about the we were talking about this topic of decluttering and um you had mentioned that sometimes we are still holding on to physical items that have an emotional attachment to them that are like negative like it's like yeah it's from like uh it's funny because it's like man, this was from my ex. This is like my ex's t-shirt and like being able to like get rid of that probably like frees up some emotional capacity or, or from like a family member or from like all these different things. Can you speak on that a little bit where it's like, man, even, even taking that same approach to things that you might have had in possession during a really hard time in your life and the value of getting rid of those. Yeah, I think some of it comes down to if you're ready to let it go or not. Um, You know, whatever the object may be, or if it's a piece of clothing, or maybe it's a picture still on the wall, or whatever the whatever it may be. um, I think 
you as a person needs to dig in a little bit deeper and what is this actually doing or helping you, right? Is this actually bringing you something good in your life or is it still bringing you past memories that you keep going back to mm-hmm. that are still hurting you internally, right? And so I feel that in some growth periods of my life and some traumas that I've gone through personally, this has only helped me ask the question in that time and moment, if I am asking if, is this something of value to me or not? Um, I feel like I, I make a quicker decision with it because I've learned that. I've learned that yeah. if it's not going to bring me any good, you know, it could be even things in my possession. It could be even relationships that don't serve me great gratitude anymore. Um, you know, I think you kind of just live and grow a little bit and understand what is important, what is bringing you value in your life. And I think you kind of go from there. Yeah, so good. I like I'm inspired to like go through every room in my house now. And just like <laughs> clean and declutter. Let me know and... if you need some help to purge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please. Please, man. We, uh, I, I'm, I'm really intrigued about, you know, we, we opened up, we said, uh, the name of your company is called True Grit. Yeah. And I think if you think about the word grit, there's so many, uh, metaphors that are tied to our lives with that. If you think about, if you think about like a piece of uh, a sandpaper or any tool that is yeah. used to smooth things out, there's there's a grit to it, you know. And so I think yeah. like grit itself is usually like tied to like toughness or different things like that, like the grind, all these different things. But sometimes I equate it to like beautifying. You know, it's like, it's like I'm smoothing this piece of wood out with this like gritty sandpaper. I'm beautifying it. I'm making it, I'm making it shine, you know? So just so curious, so curious to see like your, your motivation and inspiration behind naming your company True Grit. So, um, you know, I had a running list of names for a couple months, you know, of different words and combinations of words. Um, I didn't go the route of just using my name. Um, just, I think my name's kind of generic, uh, Andrew Miller, but, and also I think there's other Andrew Miller designers out there. So (laughs) I was kind of looking at a bigger picture, you know, of wanting to grow my company, you know, possibly bigger someday. And that's why I kind of wanted something different. Um, and one day I was talking with, to my partner at the time, Matt. And I was like, I got it. He was like, what, what what do you got? I was like, my name of my company, it's true grit. I was like, it's resilient, being resilient, passionate, you know, and just thinking of some of the, as I said, like pains and traumas that I've personally have gone through and have successfully overcome and learned from, Um, it kind of stuck. And then Mm -hmm. with my branding part, it made even more sense, you know, with getting into renovations and, you know, Mm -hmm. even as you said, beautifying something, you know, going to making it smoother, uh, making it look better. Um, 
Yeah. So with renovations and, you know, grit, it kind of, it just all kind of flowed and made sense. And right, right then and there, I knew that's what it was. I got on the computer to see if there was a domain for it and <laughs> it was open of how I wanted to spell it. And I'm like, that's it. It was done. It, it was probably one of the best feelings I've ever had. Yeah, I love that. Cause it, it just meant, yeah. meant so much to you. you it know? just happened. Yep. I love it. You were talking yeah. about just some of the moments in your life that kind of maybe bad moments, maybe like you you brought up this word traumas in your life that you've really had to like roll through journey through, maybe continue to still walk through that are still inspiring you and your company true grit. Sure. You know, what, if you feel comfortable sharing those, like what, what kind of was going on in your life and how did you overcome those uh, to get to the place where you're at today? Or what are you still kind of wrestling through a little bit? You know, as anyone, you know, with family, with relationships, um, you know, one of the biggest struggles in my life growing up, um, uh, my brother was an addict. And, you know, we're an all-American family. You know, there's three of us kids. I was the youngest. We all were in sports. My my sister and my brother were both sports stars. Um, you know, I was a kid that was good at all sports, but never was like that star. But I found my, my magic within art and design. Um, so my father actually said it best to me. He was like, you know, you may have never been like that star, but you were good at every sport you played. He was like, that's an athlete. And, you know, I really take that away and that I, I cherish that because that's, that's pretty cool, you know, for my father to, you know, say that to me and for me to not so much look that I wasn't like that sports star, but I was actually a true athlete. Um, so that really meant something to me, but, you know, in time, you know, going back to the whole thing with addiction, um, and I think a lot of people possibly in this day and age can relate to that. You know, there's someone I'm sure that they know that, you know, is going through that or has gone through that and it's hard, you know, it's truly hard. And I feel that it's really changed my my family and the outlook that I have even on my own life differently. Um, and it's helped me grow and mature differently. I was, you know, I said the youngest and I was the one that moved the furthest away from home. You know, I feel like it was kind of my also escape to start my own life. Um, and, you know, take me to the places that I wanted to go and not allow some of those traumas and being in my hometown and what I've and my family have gone through to keep coming back to me, you know, um, those feelings. So that that's one of the main ones. And then, you know, I, I got divorced, I was married and divorced. Um, and that's something not to be proud of. And, you know, there's big learnings and lessons to be had with that and understanding. And, you know, to this day, you know, I still cope with that. And um, I'm definitely in a happier place for sure. You know, I made the decision for a reason, um, but it, it doesn't bring me happiness knowing that 
I'm divorced, you know? So, but as I said, you kind of live and you learn and you forgive and forget and kind of move on in a way that it has taught you. So, yeah. Well, first, thanks for sharing. I mean, I know that like it takes a tremendous courage to, to be vulnerable and, and share those things. And, and I think like you're, like you said, everyone kind of rolls through the good and the bad. Um, but sure. if we, if we pay enough attention, if we, uh, process the, the bad enough, if we heal through it and continue to like make that commitment to do so, I mean, you're kind of living it out, you know, true grit isn't yeah. just your company. True grit is who you are too. And, and I think too, like what Absolutely. you said is valuable to, um, to continue to work at. I think it's really easy to, um, attach yourself or adopt certain labels. And, and, mm -hmm. and so it's like, man, I'm, I'm Andrew Miller. That's, yep. that's who I am. I, I hold all these mm -hmm. values true. I'm not, I'm not divorced. That's just something that happened, you know? It's like, Correct. I'm not attaching that to my identity. It's just something that happened. And, and so I think it's yes. valuable to continue to, to, to work through that, to heal through that, to, to do the tough work and, and the gritty work, um, to continue to yeah. detach those things from our identity, man. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah. And I think what, some of the things that have really helped along that journey is, you know, trying to see the positives in some of those hard times, you know, mm. of, you know, what I have gone through and even, even the pandemic, you know, it, it's easy to go down that dark path, you know, of feeling down and this is the worst in my thing in my life. And yes, it is, it's horrible. You know, people are losing loved ones and, um, but there's also light to some of that. And what I have found in the past couple of years of us, you know, going through this pandemic and hard times is you found some of the people that are your family or friends that are so close to you, um, or it's possibly even brought you back to old hobbies or things getting you back into nature even. Um, yeah. Yeah, maybe it's not so much traveling that is one of my huge passions, but there's other ways to experience it. And, um, you know, those are those are things that keep me going. Um, and I'm thankful for that. You know, this year has this past year or two has really grounded me more. It's forced me to also put more of my time in my hustle here with True Grit Design and um follow my passion. So I'm thankful for that. Yeah. I love what you said, dude, with, uh, the bad times kind of can remind you of, of the, the good in your life and the hobbies that you can create and the things that you can do. Uh, it, it's so the word that kind of comes to me because we're talking about design and we're talking about creativity and art is contrast. You know, there's a, mm -hmm. there's a stark contrast between white and white and black. Um, yep. but there's something beautiful about it too, but they look beautiful together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
it's so interesting it's yeah. like the yin and yang of life the the white and black of life the light and dark of life it's there's something beautiful about it and and they have mm-hmm. to both both exist like we we wouldn't really appreciate the good without the bad it's like the whole Not cliche bad. it's yep. the cliche thing but but it's a cliche because it's true <laughs> and it's true and i'm just so grateful for uh for for you choosing to choose joy um, within yeah. within the midst of some bad things because it's it's catalyzed a lot of good in your life and 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 I think like you're you're a living testament to saying like man I'm gonna I'm gonna use uh, the things that I've had to grind through to to bite down grit my teeth and and get through and I'm gonna use it to bring joy to other people through your company and through your design because I know at the heart of it. It's all about bringing people joy. It's making people happy, yeah. and it's and it's uh, lightening those spaces in their lives and and having them feel those emotions, man. All right, I yeah. I have to know. You kind of you kind of hinted at a couple of things. We're the Scatter Joy Project. One one kind of last final question here: What brings you sure. the most joy in your life? In my life, the most joy. I would, I would say definitely my family and friends. Absolutely. Um, but to also say even what I'm doing, like the joy that I know, and you've even said it to yourself, watching those HGTV shows and seeing the reveal of the project, the joy of even my client saying, I love it. Mm -hmm. Like, you can't get much better than that. Like this is their home. And I just, I did this for them. Like I helped bring this vision and their vision together that they, you know, they didn't know how to do. So that, that brings me a lot of joy. Yeah. I love that. It's the true, true definition of like servant leader or servant right there. It's like, man, I'm, I'm in this for other people's joy. I'm in this for other people's love and their hearts and different things like that. Yes. I'm going to need you to come over and just help me declutter now. (laughs) Hey, I'm all for it. (laughs) I'd be like, get rid of it. Keep it. (laughs) Uh, I just think it's so interesting. The conversation about, you know, our environments and how they play a role and how we feel, how we act, um, emotionally and mentally. And uh, I just think that you're doing something tremendously uh, valuable for the world, and uh, just Thank stoked you. to see, stoked to see where True Design goes, man. Appreciate you, appreciate your story. Appreciate you as well. Thank you for having me. Thanks, Andrew. Hey, thank you guys so much for tuning into the podcast. Look, if you like what you heard, make sure you like, follow, and subscribe everywhere you guys get your podcast. Also, to stay up to date with everything we're doing with ScatterJoy, go ahead and give our Instagram a follow, all right? At the ScatterJoy Project. Thanks again for listening. See you guys soon.